Our culture has such an aversion to the number nine, to endings. But without endings, all that is possible is what was in the past. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey you, welcome back. This is episode 95, and this is your March 2022 numerology guide. So what would it look like if you could actually welcome, accept, and fall in love with endings? Knowing that By embracing endings, by making space, you're welcoming the horizon of new beginnings. This is what March is all about. It's about releasing what is stifling your dreams or what is emotionally distracting you from them so that you can access a new beginning. In this episode, I'm going to share with you how to identify what is stifling your dreams, and how to actually let go of this thing that is preventing you from moving forward. Stay tuned for that. I want to take a quick moment to thank everybody who supports this podcast and supports this work. Thank you to those of you who share these episodes with friends and family, who donate. There's always a link in the show notes to do so, who rate it over on their podcast app. That helps out so much. And thank you to all of my new Patreon supporters. Every single month this year, I am uploading a bonus audio to accompany the free monthly episodes on Patreon. So for $5 a month, you receive that audio by the 15th of the month to help deepen the number and the energy that we're working with. Thank you to those of you who have joined me, who are holding my hand as we go on this magical journey together. Now let's dive in. So 2022 is this incredible spiritual training ground, right? It's a six universal year where we're becoming more skilled caretakers of our desires, where we're learning how to really stand up for the dreams on our heart. And we're learning how to break the habit of codependency, of meddling in other people's affairs. And so here's the year where we are standing our ground, where we're feeding what we love, where we are occupying and habitating the garden of our dreams fully and completely so that it can finally flourish and thrive. Now, did you think that we could go through this training of learning how to feed and nourish the garden of our dreams without learning how to weed our garden? Without learning the art of plucking, cleansing, releasing, letting go of the things that are stifling our dreams, that's what March is all about. March is a nine universal month. The nine is this number that is all about endings, completions, letting go. March is this time when we're clearing space for the new beginning that's to come in April. 
before we can get to a new beginning, we must lighten the load. We must weed our garden. Because without making space, without catalyzing endings, we're stuck in this purgatory of anti-possibility, right? Gosh, I don't understand. Our culture has such an aversion to the number nine, to endings. But without endings, all that is possible is what was in the past. Without endings, all that is possible is what came before. When I was 14, my parents told me they were getting a divorce. And I remember my reaction inside was unusual. I judged myself for it. I was legitimately excited. I was like, oh, finally. (laughs) Finally. Relief. A change. Movement. Progress. Oh, no more of this dark suffering. But I'm almost 40 years old. Nearly 25 years later, both of my parents never loved again. They're both in their 70s. They both live alone. Neither of them experienced true intimacy or true healthy partnership. I think that they were so wounded by what had happened, by who they became, what they endured, They were never able to let go. They were defined by occupying and reacting to the past, to what had been. It breaks my heart when we're stuck in the purgatory of anti-possibility. It hurts because we have a choice to not be. In my early 30s, I was going through my own painful divorce after being married for 13 years. And I remember I was uh, walking through the YMCA gym one morning and my dear friend Lloyd stopped me. And he motioned me to take out my, my headset. And he said, Natalie, what's up? I was like, what are you talking about? And he said, Nat, I've... I've never seen somebody so happy and so radiant going through such a painful divorce. I mean, he knew I was not the one that wanted the divorce. It was not an ending that I was catalyzing myself. But he was right. He was right. I was... I was thriving. Why? Why was I thriving? I'm in love with possibility. I'm in love with the possibility, the potential that comes from endings from a blank slate. The only way that you can have that blank canvas is by embracing letting go of something. I think that a culprit and why we hold on to the past, 
to outdated perspectives and opinions and habits within ourselves of why we hold on to people, jobs, relationships, versions of our relationships is because we don't have faith in creation itself. In the ability that we have to embrace an ending and dip back over the horizon of the nine into the zero, into that field of limitless potential where we can re-envision and, and reimagine what might be next. I want this for you. I want this for me. I want this for all of us. I want us to embrace the nine. With fervor, with passion, with anticipation. We must practice the art of falling in love with completing, releasing, ending things to access new beginnings. We must practice the art of weeding those things from our garden that are preventing us from accessing the next level. So let's learn how to weed, how to identify and neutralize what needs to be released, completed, and cleansed from our lives. The definition of a weed is any plant that is not valued where it's growing. I think this is so profound. A weed is not inherently bad. It's just in the wrong place. It's, it's just taking away from the things that you want to and that you intend to grow. So anything that stifles or prevents the seedlings of your dreams to flourish, that's a weed. But here's the thing, I mean, in the sixth universal year, the year of the healer, the archetype of the loving, caring, nurturer, <sighs> I think that we go wrong in thinking that weeding something from our garden, from our life, means that it has to be inherently not valuable. No, I mean, you know that term, let go of what no longer serves you? What if the things that are stifling your dreams are actually serving you? What if they've served you in the past? What if they're valuable to you in some sense? Ralph Waldo Emerson said, a weed is simply a plant whose virtues have yet to be discovered. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that six in us can see the, the value, the, the beauty of, of habits, of mindsets, of people, of situations that might also be taken away from our dreams. So the things that you might need to let go of or the things that you might need to wrap up or complete they are valuable. They're just not intentional. They're just not invited. You can let go of something that's valuable, that has merit, but yet isn't aligned with your vision or desires. You can let go of something that is valuable, but is starving and overtaking your dreams. It's time to gently 
lovingly weed our garden. To clear space so that what we want can thrive, can grow, can expand. So I want you to get really present for this next bit. I'm going to take you through a series of questions and you can answer them aloud to yourself or in your mind or you can even write them down. But either way, I want you to take note of your first strong intuitive hit of an answer. I want you to trust your inner wisdom. I want you to trust that the zero, that bigger and greater energy has heard you. It has heard about this dream on your heart and it is delivering wisdoms to you right now about what needs to be released so that you can feed and nourish this thing that's so important to you. Okay, so are you ready? Here's this first question that I want you to chew on. (laughs) This one might be annoying. We go over this like every month, don't we? What is the dream on your heart? What is the thing that you would love to manifest or realize this year in 2022? Is it healing your body, reaching a certain amount of income, pursuing a passion, finding your soulmate? Presence it, take note of it, remind yourself of this desire. You'd be surprised at how easy it is for us to forget, right? How can we weed a garden that we're not even looking at? (laughs) So, what is the dream on your heart? Prompt number two. What might be stifling this dream? What might be distracting you from this dream? Another way to ask this could be, what are you feeling called to let go of, to cleanse, to release? What would help you create space for your desire. Again, don't overthink this. Trust that the insights, the ideas that pop into your mind, that they are an answer. That bigger and greater energy is delivering to you wisdoms on what to do next, on what to identify. Whatever you wrote down in response to this second prompt is the thing that you're being asked to let go of, to unfurl your grasp from. Letting go of this thing is the catalyzer for the new beginning that you've been needing, wanting, and seeking. But then you might be asking yourself, okay, How do I let go of something? Letting go is a, it's an interesting phenomena. (laughs) This question of how do you let go of something is actually deeply profound. How do you really let go of something? Like truly, (laughs) like permanently, you know? 
I think that letting go is the thing that happens after you release your grasp. I think that letting go is the capability that you have or, or the skill that you can develop to not grab it or grasp it again, right? One of my best girlfriends is a one life path. She's an expert at new beginnings. She has this philosophy as a nutritionist on accessing a healthy, luscious body, as she puts it. She says, I don't want you to remove things from your diet. I want you to add things. I want you to add what is luscious and juicy and full of life force and full of color. And so she gets frustrated with me because I forget this over and over again. So I'll call her and I'll be like, you know, I think that I need to remove wheat and dairy from my diet. Or, oh, you know, I think I need to start to do intermittent fasting again. And, oh, you know, I think I need to stop eating at night so much. And she just sits there and patiently listens and smiles and says, don't remove things from your diet or from your life. Add what is luscious, what is juicy, what is full of life force. Gosh, she's so wise. Have you ever gone on a diet and removed a bunch of things? Like maybe you can't have fat or you can't have wheat or dairy or sugar. And then you just like run out of things to eat. You don't know what to eat. You have less to eat and you starve (laughs) and you cycle back. Why? Because true endings are catalyzed by filling the empty space that you create, by filling it with something new. So it's important to not just identify the weed that is growing in your garden and to recognize that it's time to pluck it, it's time to release it, It's time to turn away from engaging, investing time and energy in this thing. But it's equally as important to replace it with something new. So listen to your inner wisdom. Identify what you need to let go of that maybe has served you in your past, may be valuable, but is no longer in alignment with your chosen desires. And then ask yourself, what am I going to put into this empty space? If you're going to stop your addiction to shopping, (laughs) to meet your financial goals, what are you going to put into that empty space, that empty void that shopping did for you. If there is a a person that you might let go of or a friendship or a business opportunity, what are you going to do to fill that empty space? To fill this need that you might have for partnership or for connection or for support? This is how you let go of something. This is how you truly make space. And this is how you welcome this incredible horizon of new beginnings.
Endings are beautiful. We don't have to be afraid of them. They're the fertilizer for a fresh start, for a clean slate. Let's embrace it. And let's trust that that bigger and greater energy has something even better in store for us right around the corner. But newness can't come in if there isn't any real estate for it. (laughs) Newness and blessings and gifts cannot come in if there is absolutely no space for them to thrive. Now, if you feel like you need more help with this thematic of the number nine, if you feel like you need more help with letting go, with releasing, with cleansing, you can click the link in the show notes to become a Patreon member and for $5 a month, you will receive a bonus audio to deepen your work with the number that we're covering in these podcast episodes. So by the 15th of March, you will receive a audio prayer or riff deepening this work around the nine so that you can clear space, so you can invite new things in, and so you can close this chapter that needs to be closed for you to become who you want to be. I appreciate you guys so much. I'm sending you big hugs. <laughs>